Faith and Family is a production of KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift. Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family. Find out more about them on our website, kfuo.org. It is Thursday morning. It is time for a conversation with our friends at Lutheran Senior Services. Winter just around the corner. Time to prepare for that. What questions do you have about uh, avoiding slips and trips and those types of things as trips and falls uh, during the winter? Well, we're going to answer those questions today. In studio with me today, Ben Cass. He's Director of Sales for Clinical Services at Lutheran Senior Services. Ben, welcome. Thanks for having me. It's glad, good to be back. Glad to have you back in studio today yeah. and brought along a friend with you as well. Yeah, uh, compliments of our friends over at Logan Chiropractic School. Uh, I believe we have uh, named him Siegfried. He's going to sit in today. Um, <laughs> Sitting and, in for Anne-Marie today. Absolutely, and uh, keep us company. So. <laughs> well, glad to have you here today. Learn more and, and looking forward to learning more about your work at LSS, as well as some of the tips that you've brought for us, as well as we look forward to winter. I don't know. Do we look forward to Do you look forward to winter? Well, fall just got here, so this is I'm, true. I'm really enjoying that right now. I'm a fall person. I don't look forward to winter, no, but uh, <laughs> we need to be prepared for it, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. So. Fall is here. It is beautiful right now here the in St. Incredible. Louis. Yeah, finally. The humidity finally went away, and uh, we're getting some of that fall temperatures, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, you can always you know, be prepared for in St. Louis. Um, each day it's going to be something different, so... The leaves are just starting to change, and it's almost time for the, the beautiful fall foliage here in the Midwest. And I get to experience the wonderful tradition of raking this weekend, <laughs> which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, so, yeah, the time has come. He so. says with great enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, glad to have you here today, Ben. Tell us uh, about uh, your work at LSS and, and how long you've been a part of Lutheran Senior Services. So I joined uh, Lutheran Senior Services in December of 2015, so I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary. Um, my title um, is Director of Sales for Clinical Services, which is a very fancy way of saying I lead a team of now, let's see, 11 uh, staff liaisons um, who operate in a various um uh, environments, many of them operating in our local hospitals, and they facilitate the admissions of individuals coming from the acute care setting, mm-hmm. um, a traditional hospital setting inpatient who need short stay rehab. Um, so they facilitate, evaluate the patients, meet with them, explain to them their benefits, and make sure that that transition is as smooth as possible when they come to our life plan communities that have what we have branded our REACH short stay program um, for a short stay rehabilitation, which generally lasts anywhere from two to three weeks on average with our goal of getting them back to their original um, home setting uh, prior to their hospitalization. And then I also have a team um, that also represents our home and community-based services, which includes home health, hospice, and private duty services. I look forward to learning more about those today as well. Well, it's beautiful weather outside right now. Uh, Things like, uh, you know, the freezing weather, snow, ice, those types of things. I try not to think about them, but we need to be prepared for winter Absolutely. weather and how to avoid uh, any 
you know, any potential injuries as well with that, particularly for uh, for older adults. What does that mean? How do we prepare for that? What are some tips to help us avoid? Yeah, so such I think trips what we want to talk about today is, uh, you know, I mentioned our post acute care services and what those are. Why we have developed those is just so that we have a solution for individuals for those unexpected um, medical situations. Um, but obviously, we want to do everything we can to prevent those. So we've come with a few tips today uh, for individuals as we get into the the fall and winter months, where it's a little bit um, not as easy to be as physically active. Um, so a few tips, if you want me to get into them right now, I can do that. That'd be great. The most important one is to stay physically active. Um, plan an exercise program that's right for you. Regular uh, exercise improves muscles and makes you stronger. It also helps your joints, which Siegfried can represent for us today, (laughs) Uh, tendons and ligaments and keeping them flexible. Mild weight-bearing activities such as walking or climbing stairs may also slow bone loss from osteoporosis. And we take a lot of pride in developing wellness programs within our life plan communities that make being physically active in this manner very easy for our residents. But we also um, obviously want to promote that for any individual out in the community. You, you referenced our friend Siegfried in yeah. studio. I think I forgot to mention to our listeners today, if you want to see what's going on in studio today, go to facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services, and you can uh, you can see who Siegfried is. Uh, I'm the guy in the blue shirt. Oh, okay. Siegfried is... <laughs> Siegfried is, is our friend from yeah. uh, from Logan College of Chiropractic here in St. Louis. Uh, so glad to have uh, uh, Siegfried in studio as well as our example uh, as we're talking about bones and, and, and staying healthy as well. We're talking about uh, avoiding... Uh, slips, trips, and falls. And one of the things you, one of the tips you you mentioned so far is stay physically active. Plan for exercise that that is right for you, that works for you. What's your plan? How do you how do you go about exercise? Well, me, uh, as you can tell, I'm not much of. I don't really fit the running profile. Um, you know, my my interest lies on more of the the weight bearing activities, which we reference. So strength training has uh, always been near and dear to my heart. Heart. But I, I would want to promote a well-rounded approach. Um, cardiovascular health is just as important as the strength side. Um, just tends to be what I'm more interested in myself. Um, but everybody's got to sometimes do the things that you really don't want to do just to stay balanced um, and have a long-term plan. Speaking of balance, you're talking about having a balanced uh, approach or regimen to exercise and staying healthy. But also, this helps with with balance. That's one of the issues I think that that leads to slips, trips, and falls. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, maintaining that musculature um, and just being prepared for, you know, as we get into the winter months for icy, um, you know, not very great climate conditions on streets, um, but also sidewalks and stuff. So we want to prepare ourselves physically, but also one of the tips that we brought is just to make sure that you are aware um, as we get into the winter months that um, sidewalks are clear wherever you're living, that you're doing that preventative maintenance so that you can remain in a safe environment. So making sure that the path that you're taking, that you're going to be taking, is going to be a clear path as best you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. What other what other tips do you have to help us avoid uh, slips, trips, and falls? So tying into uh, making sure that you're um, operating in a safe environment, obviously have your eyes and ears um, tested regularly. Um, even small changes in sight and hearing may cause potential issues. And when you get new eyeglasses and contact lessons, take time to get used to them. So in your comfortable environment, if you do make a change to your prescription, make sure that in your home environment, you get used to that before you enter into the external environment is very key. So if you're you're changing your, your prescription for your glasses or contacts for vision care, get used to it 
where you're comfortable, where, where you're familiar with your surroundings before you venture out. Spend a, a day or two getting used to that, that new uh, prescription before you venture out. Exactly. And you mentioned hearing as well. I didn't think about that when it comes to, um, you know, to mobility. Making sure that you're having that rather regular hearing screening, and and uh, if you need uh, you know assistance for hearing, making sure that you have the the proper care for that as well, because that can affect balance too, I guess. Absolutely, and that's something that you can speak with your primary care physician about. Is that initial contact uh, for your health care, and then as needed, they can direct you to a specialist, um, all the way to potentially needing hearing aids. Um, but just like contact lenses and prescription eyeglasses. Changes can be made to those as well. And if you do make a change, you need to make sure that you get used to those um, so that when you do get into the external environment, you're already, um, you know, you have your bearings set clear. That makes sense because when I have a cold or something, I've got that congestion, you know, that does kind of make you feel a little dizzy or a little awkward. So that makes sense. You want to make sure that vision and hearing are all uh, sharp so that when you're when you're out walking, uh, that you're going to maintain healthy balance. Absolutely. All right. Any other tips? You know, the, the last one we wanted to touch on was uh, medications. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like everything else that we've talked about, small changes in eyesight, hearing, but also medications. Um, adding an, uh, adding a medication, removing one or changing dosages also is going to require a, an adaptation period. So you'll want to make sure that uh, when you do make changes or your pri- primary care or your specialists, change prescription regimens for you, that you allow yourself time to adapt to that. And sometimes many medication changes can take several weeks to take uh, take shape. Um, so you'll want to account for that. Um, just as this, we remain proactive and remaining safe when we get out um, into the external environment. So if your prescriptions are changing, any medications are changing, keep that in mind when you're thinking about mobility issues and, and, and moving about. Absolutely. And and keep in mind that those aren't going to be immediate changes. Mm. Um, Many times people think that when you change the dosage on a pill that you're going to see immediate change in whatever the symptom is or maybe the potential interactions with those medications. But many times, depending on the medication, those changes can take place over a pretty substantial period of time, which could be several weeks to months. Interesting. Well, a certainly helpful tip as well. And then with uh, with ice and snow, I think you already mentioned this as well. Just being mindful of the fact that the surfaces are going to be slick and try to avoid any icy or snowy paths if you can when that when that time comes. Gosh, I don't want to talk about ice or snow. No, no, no. We got to deal with those leaves first. Right. And then we'll, yeah. But that too can be a, a, a slippery surface as well. If the leaves are wet on a sidewalk, certainly something to be mindful. And can mask other conditions as well. So uh, again, just be mindful of it and don't mm-hmm. take anything for granted. Uh, an ounce of prevention is, is worth a lot. So. Right, because uh, a, a fall, uh, a slip, trip, or fall can lead to, well, Siegfried can demonstrate for us here as well, a fracture or uh, you know, a, a broken bone, a, a broken uh, hip, or, or, or other injuries that could lead to a recovery that might take some time. Absolutely, and, and we do see that. And like I said, our post-acute care services were developed so that we're, we have that service available for our residents, but also we offer them to the external community here in the St. Louis market, as well as central Missouri and Illinois. Um, But we want to have a solution for those unexpected medical occurrences um, so that we can provide services that can transition you back into your original level of living. That is our goal. Walk us through this process. I I slip, I fall, uh, you know, break a bone. It's going to take a while to get back to my regular daily routine, my regular, um, 
you know, uh, just regular things that I do around the house. So I end up in the hospital because I slipped, I fell, I broke something. Sure. Walk us through that process. What that, what might that look like? I think what I, what I wanted to spend some time focusing on is these occurrences don't happen regularly. So many times the individuals that we come to provide services for one of the biggest challenges that they come across is that they're not aware of what their insurance benefits are. Uh-huh. You, you don't regularly access your inpatient, either Medicare benefit or managed care benefit, you know, on a monthly basis or, right. a year, or yearly basis. And hopefully you never have to access it. But many times people access this benefit once in a lifetime. So they're really not sure what the benefit entails and how it works. Um, speaking for Medicare specifically, um, we'll focus a lot of time on that because many of the managed care payers base their coverage based on the Medicare guidelines. Um, what Medicare will require is that you have a three-night stay in the hospital in an inpatient setting. So um, many times with an acute, you know, you know, an accident, a slip, a fall, or just a planned procedure, that will be the case. So you'll be in the hospital for you know upwards of three nights. And during that time period, you'll get connected with the hospital social worker or a case manager who's going to determine what is the appropriate next step for you. Hopefully, that next step for you is to go home. And hopefully, you're able to go home without any additional services. That would be perfect case scenario. And that's what everyone in the healthcare industry wants the next step to be, um, both because it's best for the, the patient, um, but it's a lower cost of care. And we want to be good stewards of our healthcare dollars, which we'll talk about here in a second as well. Um, but if you're not able to do that, then they will plan what are those appropriate steps. So there's a wide variety, and our post-acute care services offer many options for individuals needing that, anywhere from just home health care services, which would involve either a nurse or a therapist coming to your home environment and helping you during that transition period, or private pay services, which just help you with the normal activities of daily living, preparing meals, doing your laundry as you transition back into the home environment. Um, if you're not able to go directly home, then a post-acute care environment, um, which we offer, which are short stay uh, locations, would be an option. And we have five locations in the St. Louis metro area, which uh, provide upwards of 200 beds. So we have a pretty good footprint here in the St. Louis area from a geographical standpoint. And what we're able to provide in that environment is skilled nursing um, interventions, as well as daily therapy, um, physical uh, occupational and speech therapy, and also respiratory therapy if needed, um, as well as social work, um, pastoral care, anything that you need during that time period to regain strength, uh, recover, um, many times potentially have short-term medications administered to you. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to have an average length of stay for you of anywhere between two and three weeks. So it, it is truly a short-stay rehabilitation. So the goal is over a, a couple of weeks, a few weeks, to get you back to where you were as as close as possible to back to where you were before. Absolutely. That is our goal. Um, We've, over the past two years, taken a journey where we have um, really focused a lot of time on um, when we're planning the discharge plan for an individual who comes to our REACH short stay to really focus on when is the best time to transition them back to the next level of care. Um, And that's been kind of a transition for our our industry in terms of many people used to come to our short stay locations and stay upwards of two months. Um, but we've really, um, in terms of being good stewards of healthcare dollars, want to get you into our locations, be as aggressive as possible in um, 
getting you rehabbed and stronger and get you back home as soon as possible. And then many times what that looks like is you'll discharge from our REACH short stay locations and we can set you up with home health care um, in your home environment to finish off that transition until you're back to where you started. You mentioned earlier th- you know, some of the services or therapies that, that might be it might be a part of your stay in reach, such as physical therapy, occupational therapy, pastoral care. Paint a picture for me. What is a what does a typical day or a couple of days look like for someone? I realize not everyone's the same, but sure. what what might a day look like for someone in reach short stay? So what we pride ourselves on at, at Lutheran Senior Services is actually the the facility that you get to come to. So uh, we like to say that it's a home like environment, but also in a clinical setting. So you're going to feel like you're in not quite a hospital setting, but not quite your home setting. Um, many of our locations offer a private room. Um, So you'll have a private room um, with the ability to contact your nursing staff at a moment's notice through a call pattern, through a call light. Um, But what we provide on a daily basis are obviously three meals. We have chef prepared meals on site prepared to you. Um, You can have those provided to you either in your room or you can go to a group dining environment. Um, And then you have to be able to participate in therapy each day. So like I said, we we do want to be very aggressive in our treatment pattern. So you will get therapy intervention or nursing intervention on a daily basis. Um, until you have um, not, until you continue to not make any more progress, and that will be the time where we decide what is the next logical step in your post-acute transition period. So you might have physical therapy if it was a a, a break or an injury or something like that. Occupational therapy, we hear it all the time. I don't know if everybody knows what occupational therapy is. What might that mean for someone in reach short stay? So you might be getting me out of my sweet spot, but I think I know a little bit, just enough to be dangerous here. But uh, the way I look at the difference between physical and occupational therapy is physical is more the gross motor Mm -hmm. movements, working on your gait, uh, working on walking. Um, Occupational therapy is more of the... Uh, closer to the activities of daily living, making sure that you can put your socks back on. Um, Small things like that can make a big, big, big difference in how successful you're going to be back in your home environment. Um, So occupational therapy tends to be the finer details, if you will, Um, getting prepared in the morning, getting Mm -hmm. yourself dressed, um, doing the more um, smaller um, um, motions as opposed to physical therapy, which is, like I said, the more gross motor. Sure. Well, that makes sense. You know, occupational therapy being the, the things that, that occupy our time, the, uh, as you said, the, the things that we do to get ready in the morning, putting it, for example, putting on socks. If you can't put on socks on your own, then either you're going to need help from someone else or you got to figure out a, a plan B. So having someone to help you through that process, things that we might take for granted when we're, when we're healthy. Absolutely. And like I said, those can be the things that really make the biggest difference in how successful you're going to be when you return back to home. Um, So we provide that in the short stay environment, but that also can be part of your home care services as well through skilled home health um, therapy interventions. So we can provide the occupational and physical therapy for you in the um, post-acute setting and reach short stay. And then just because you're discharging back home doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you don't need those services anymore. just means that you can receive them now in your home environment. Um, which again, in terms of being good stewards of the healthcare dollar, the amount that Medicare pays out is less in the home environment. And we want to be good stewards of that. And as soon as an individual is ready to receive their ser- services in the home environment, we want to facilitate that. Um, what about uh, speech therapy? So speech therapy can take many forms. Mm-hmm. Um, many times individuals will have um, just cognitive issues. Um, this includes such as, you know, such things as early onset, either dementia or Alzheimer's. 
one thing that we're also seeing um, of late, and we anticipate that we'll be seeing more of it, is hospitals are incentivized, just like us, to get you to the next level of care. So many times it'll only be 24 hours after you've had a procedure where you might be under general anesthesia. Um, and when you come out of general anesthesia, you could have um, um, cognitive issue, issues, which is completely normal. And one of the services that speech therapy can do is work on the the mental aspect and making sure that you're processing things correctly. Um, the other side of it, though, is just traditional swallowing issues, which sometimes we see people um, have after a small stroke. Um, that might be one of the major areas that an individual is impaired in, and it doesn't mean that it has to be a long-term impairment. And speech therapy is one area that can work with individuals to regain their both their cognition, but also their ability to swallow um, normally. Good to know. Good to know. How um, how do all of these work together? I'm sure this is. I mean, this is a whole team of of professionals uh, of caring people working uh, together to uh, to provide these services. How does this all? How, how do you keep it harmonious? <laughs> you know, there's we have our team, which mm-hmm. I can talk about what that looks like just from the team that I supervise, but also the people that actually deliver the superior care at our reach short stay locations and also in our home and community-based services. Um, but we've talked about steps in the healthcare process from the inpatient setting, the hospital, post-acute care, which is us with the REACH short stay, and then also the home environment. And um, we look at it as the team and the partnership has to be every healthcare provider that's caring for the individual. Um, and that's one thing that the federal government and CMS is looking at is incentivizing providers to work together and collaborate. Um, so that's one thing that I really do appreciate with Lutheran Senior Services. We're trying to truly be a pioneer in reaching out to other healthcare providers, be it um, BJC here in the St. Louis area, Mercy, SSM, and really strike up real strong partnerships because in the end, it's best for the patient, but it's also best in terms of being good stewards for healthcare dollars to deliver healthcare in an efficient manner. How have uh, patients responded to you you mentioned earlier one of the uh, things that you're you're very proud of are the the um the communities and the uh the facilities that that uh, LSS has for reach short stay how have how have patients responded to that it's it's somewhere between a, a hospital environment and your home environment how have, uh, what what feedback have you received from patients regarding that type of environment great feedback and again we take a lot of pride on the care that we deliver um you know, both the physical plant, just the appearance of our communities, they're well-kept. Many of them are very, very, very new, and we continue to invest hours to keep them up to the standard um, that we hold with Lutheran Senior Services. Um, in terms of feedback from the patients, uh, we do uh, receive patient satisfaction surveys, and across the board, our life plan communities have a what we, we measure it, what we've been told is one of the best ways to judge how satisfied the patients and individuals that live in our life plan communities are is their willingness to recommend to other people. So the word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And upwards of 95% of individuals that come into contact with our life plan communities are willing to recommend our services to a family or a loved one. So we get a lot of tremendous feedback. Um, CMS has a way to measure um, the overall quality of nursing facilities, and it's a STAR method. So they've really condensed a lot of quality metrics into a five-star rating method. And uh, we're proud to say that every one of our locations in the St. Louis metro area is either a four or five-star. So l- let's take a look at that. Where 
would we find reach short stay? Uh, in terms of geographic locations? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have five locations in the St. Louis metro area. Um, Mason Point is our newest location, which we acquired back in February of 2016. Um, that's in uh, the town and country area. Um, we have Breeze Park, which is located in St. Charles. Merrimack Bluffs is located in Baldwin. Laclee Groves, which is one of our original locations in the entire network, is located in Webster Groves. And then Meridian Village is over in the Glen Carbon area over in the Metro, Metro East. And then outside of St. Louis, you have some reach short stay as well in some of your communities. We have locations in um, Jefferson City, Missouri, and Columbia, Missouri. That would be St. Joseph's Bluffs and Heisinger Bluffs. And then Lenore Woods, which is located in um, Columbia. And then we have Concordia Village in Springfield, Illinois, and Lutheran Hillside Village in Peoria. So really, you know, covering a large area here in the Midwest between St. Louis, Central Illinois, and Central Missouri, reach short stays available in a number of places. You mentioned, you know, several of the hospitals have that liaison that that helps, you know, make that connection with reach short stay. How do we find out more about reach short stay, and uh, where do we find that information? So, two ways. We have our own website, which. Um and you could probably quote for me. Sure, uh, yeah. lssliving.org. Um, but we also encourage people to, to search our, like we mentioned, the five-star quality metrics that are available through CMS, which is a independent third party. So it is information that is uh, based on their assessment of many quality metrics. So um, staffing, clinical outcomes, and that can be found at Nursing Home Compare. Um, if you were to search that, it'll take you to a CMS website where you can search geographically for all the communities based on either a zip code or a county and a, and a radius. Um, so many times when an individual is, like we mentioned, this is post-acute care is not something that an individual needs on a monthly basis. It's an unexpected event. Um, and that tool is one of the tools that many case managers and social workers in the hospital setting will drive someone to to help assist with that decision making. My guest today, Ben Caffey, Director of Sales and Cl- for Clinical Services at Lutheran Senior Services. Check out lssliving.org to find out more. Ben, thanks so much for being my thanks guest for today. Me. Coming up in just a little bit, we have uh, more information on an upcoming conference taking place in Fort Wayne on the church and mental health. Stick around for more Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu.